Welcome to the Find Focus podcast. Today we will talk about how daily and weekly planning will burn away your bad habits and transform your life. And I will interview Mitchell McBrayer. Welcome, Mitchell. Great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Martin. Uh, yeah, great to uh, great for you to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself in terms of background, education, and your experience, like with with uh, planning and everything? Okay, uh, sure. So it kind of goes. It doesn't even go that far back, honestly. What what happened was, um, I was basically a normal student. Uh, everything about my life was just kind of like I was just going wherever the waves pushed me. You know, I was just like a plastic bottle in the ocean. And I really just kind of got sick of having a shitty life. That's what happened. And I, I always wanted more in my life. I always just, I, I always would sit around. I would look at people achieving amazing things. I would look at like, you know, I would just look at these people and I would be kind of just annoyed. Like I haven't done anything. And around this time, I'm like 20 years old. So yeah, some people may hear that and be like, oh, you're 20. You have the rest of your life. But I knew if I kept going the way I was going, nothing was going to change. I can. T I had always been saying, oh, I want to change my habits. I have bad habits. I, I want to stop just playing video games all day. I want to start going to the gym. You know, I want to I get in shape. I want to be a better member of my family. There's just all these things I wanted, but every day was the same. It didn't change. And I was like, like I, I just knew that I wanted things and I wasn't sure exactly what it was. So the first step to that was... Uh, it really happened when I felt came across Jordan Peterson and a couple other people about just how to start a business, all these things that were very vague, but I realized I want to start a business in order to do that. I got to be clear, very clear on basically what kind of business I want to create, like who I want to help all these things. I need to start planning and strategizing that led me into that area. So I was like, if I want to have any success, got to start planning. Does that sort of make sense to you? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, what happened uh, then after you thought about like starting a business? Uh, what what uh, things have you done? Okay, so basically what happened was because I was somebody who was always just sitting around and never doing anything, I was always just waiting for life to change. What happened was when I really did get like finally get into all this self-development stuff where they were teaching me how to create a life vision, how to set goals, all these things. They're all coming at me like I was learning so much at once and I was such a different character. My transition from one person to the other was so fast. I was taking so many notes. And at the same time, I was in the mentality of wanting to start a business that I realized I could create an amazing product that brought my exact transformation to people. That's like one of the best things you can do in business is making your mess your message. I don't know where I heard that, but like that's one of the best things I've heard in making a business is you can do that. So I applied that and I made my first product, which is the Phoenix Journal. I made that the, the Phoenix stands for transformation. It's really a representation, a manifestation of exactly what it took me from going from being a person who'd never achieved anything who was lost, had no direction to being somebody who really just is productive every day. I am energetic. I, my fitness has improved. My family relationships have improved. Like just somebody who actually is proud, you know, of, of my life, of what I'm doing, the direction I'm heading. That So that's basically how my life changed. Now I've got an Amazon business that is able to support me um, and I'm launching the Phoenix Planner very soon. So it's all going very well. Uh, that's that's awesome and um why do you think like who should pay attention to this uh like who should use your planner 
I would say some any okay. So first of all, let me say who the planner is not for. If you're somebody who um, basically just is very comfortable, like the the planner is not for people who don't want more. Like if you're very happy with your life as it currently is, and like it's not that you have to be unhappy to want the Phoenix Journal. What has to happen is you want to keep evolving as a person. It's a very self-development oriented product because the Phoenix Journal is detailed. Every day there's a page for journaling, for focusing on your key actions, doing gratitude journaling. It's about improving your mindset, focusing on what you're grateful for, being positive, framing reality in a better light, focusing on the highest leverage actions you can take and journaling daily. That sounds like a lot. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes every day. If you're a person who's willing to commit to that because you want to live the best life that you can live, then the Phoenix Journal is for you. If you just uh, like, if you just don't really care, you just want to go throughout your day, you want something that will act as a to-do list, um, you know, general checklist for what's going on. Uh, if you're not really about being extremely proactive, then don't worry about it. Find a more basic generic planner or don't use a planner, whatever, you know? Yeah, I I noticed I I created my own uh, daily productivity planner, which is basically one one sheet of paper that I print out where I have all the the most important aspects uh, about this because I found like all this planning, every motivation and productivity gurus about how important planning is, and I found this basically over overwhelming. How decided you which which part of these uh, these things to cut out from your from your planner yeah and and the thing is is i developed the entire uh phoenix journal without reference to any other planners so i didn't look at any other planner and the construction of it what i did was i used books like the 12 week year the miracle morning the rhythm of life and a few others to really inform the way that i formatted everything and then after i created every like element that was essential to the planner, to the journal, I then went and looked at other planners in order to affect the design elements. So the structure is not based off of any other planners or journals. I actually went straight into the books and success principles and designed it based off that. Then I went to look at the market and see what kind of design, how I could influence my design because I'm not a designer. So I spent a lot of time perfecting the design after I had the structure of the, the journal down. It took me a couple months just to, to create the structure alone. So I did put a lot of time into this. <laughs> okay, so what was the first habit that you uh, tackled yourself? The first habit that I tackled would be definitely what time I woke up in the day. 100%. Same time every day. That's what changed my life the most as far as one single habit goes. Um, if we're just talking one action. So that's like if you want to talk about in general having a morning routine. Okay. Yeah. But if, if we want to talk about just one little thing, it would be making sure that I wake every single day. Specifically, I was doing 6 a.m. Currently, I wake up at 5 a.m. And sometimes like 5 to 6.30 a.m. But most days I try to be up at 5. So uh, you told uh, us that you're 21. And how do you compare yourself with the other people you went to school with or to college? And uh, what what are the challenges they face or what can they do to have like the same success as you? Or would you even recommend that to other people in your age? So I have a lot of friends. So I'm, I'm 22 now. And when I made the Phoenix Journal, I was 21. 
Um, and I would say that I'm really the, the, the main part of me that was different was probably dissatisfaction. Uh, a lot of people are able to go through school and like what they're kind of they're you know, some of them are okay. Some of them love it. But for me, extreme dissatisfaction with the direction I was heading. And I like, the thing is, is you don't need a sense of agency. If you're kind of comfy with life, you don't need to really feel like you have control. If you're just kind of comfortable going with the current. But for me, I had extreme discomfort with my environment. I didn't feel like I fit in at school. Like my, my thoughts, my ideas were different than everybody's. And I just knew that I couldn't follow the general path. And how do you break out of that? when you have no structure, no discipline, no feeling of real like control. Well, that's really, that's what set me apart is I, I needed to find that. And the, the Phoenix Journal is just a piece of that puzzle that really gave me control over my life, which was the key to breaking away, starting my own business, and like really just constantly being on the path of growth. So that's what I would say is different. Um, anybody who was in, uh, like anybody in college, anybody and high school, whatever, who feels like they could benefit from the product will benefit from it if they just know that they want to be proactive and make plans for their own lives. Okay. So uh, why would uh, somebody use your planner and instead of, yeah, for example, using a simple journal? Okay. So I would say that the Phoenix Journal is more of a system than anything else. So basically what you have with a lot of... Uh, with a lot of planners, I would say that a, a journal, first of all, most of the time, that's just a blank place where you take notes. The Phoenix journal is not that at all. It's, it's more comparable to a conventional planner. I use journal specifically for branding purposes, but the, the Phoenix journal itself is a system ba based uh, very strongly off the 12 week year and a couple other books that I mentioned within it. And the reason that people should use it instead is because it is, It is a system that you channel yourself through in order to realize what you want in life and then achieve your goals. No, no other journal or planner out there has you actually get clear on your vision in the beginning. They all ask you like a couple things you want, a couple goals you might have. And like then to like kind of a few of them that are exceptional will have you will actually have you say why you want them, which is so important, which the Phoenix Journal also does. But the Phoenix Journal literally takes you from your long term life vision to your three-year or one-year life vision, to your 12-week. It, it, it goes from those long-term ambiguous things and then slowly makes them more and more tangible and actionable. So it's really a system for moving towards your dream or ideal life. And of course, those things can change. And it's a 12-week structure, but it's all about that feeling of inspiration and motivation you get when all these different visions and goals are in alignment with each other. Yeah, sounds sounds awesome. So, what uh, you you clearly come a long way again already in your entrepreneurial journey. And what were the biggest obstacles that you were facing? Um, I would say that the biggest obstacles are always doubt. I think because I uh, personally, the technicalities, the small details of starting a business, I think that those are just you figure it out. Like if you if you have like it's the saying. Um, any man with a strong enough why uh, will find a how or something like that. I don't know. It's not, I, I can't remember the exact quote. But the point is, is self-doubt is probably the biggest corrupting seed 
of an entrepreneurial spirit. Like I think that when you, when you can't, um, like it's just a battle to think, am I the person to create this? Am I the person to put this out there? Is it like, can I do this? Those are questions you ask yourself. And the real secret to pushing past that is having a structure with small wins, small victories along the way, where it's not just one big win that you have to reach. Because that's a that that's a matter of if I don't do this, then it's over. Like my soul's destroyed. But along the way, when I was creating the Phoenix Journal, the real reason I was able to do it is because first of all, um, I had a group of friends that I could talk to uh, that like were open to hearing about what I was doing, who were affirming of my path. I didn't do it alone. Like I had people who believed in me. I had people who thought that I could do it. I think that really self-belief is the biggest struggle that anyone will face when creating a business. Cause you have to have a strong why you have to have a sense of identity and that develop, you can develop that through small wins. But I just want to, the reason I'm going so long about this is because a lot, a lot of people think that the hard part about being an entrepreneur is, is, uh, like just you have to be super smart it's not that it's it's really just the fact that you're breaking away from the crowd the responsibilities on your shoulders you have to believe you can do it yeah i i think you and me are both member of the fast lane forum and i remember i i was stuck with my company at some point and just reaching out to people helping people asking questions um getting into uh yeah building some kind of a community with like-minded people that that helped a lot in my journey as well Yeah. So anyone listening to this, trying to start a business, um, realize that first of all, it's not just going to be, I made a business, I'm a millionaire. It's a process. And secondly, you, I did a lot of it alone. Like I was in my room a lot, but you find people that can support you and give you feedback if you need it, because that's going to really keep your spirits up. A lot of entrepreneurship is just a mindset. It's really, it's really just a matter of, a mindset serving the market um yeah that's it um which people or tools uh in yeah starting a business do you see becoming much more important in the in the near future which which are the tools that that you are using uh could you repeat the first part of the question uh, which people or tools uh in planning or starting a business do you see becoming much more important in the future Well, the first of all, I uh, love to give Martin a shout out here because Find Focus is actually a great tool for the future of what's going on because basically business is moving online. A lot of it, you know, everyone knows e-commerce is a trillion dollar industry. Um, Martin uh, has Find Focus. It's a software that literally lets you block off Facebook and everything according to your schedule. So it's great. That's a great tool for helping you out. And I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that are going to be amazing, but I would say that voice I see being a huge thing in the future, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about it. And I see that being a big thing specifically because, um, when you are speaking to an inch, like, first of all, it saves you time. There's a convenience element, but if we're going to talk about focus and productivity and all those things, I think that voice is so amazing because The responsiveness is only dependent on your voice and it interacting with you. And it doesn't, it means that you don't have to interact with the screen with a ton of different distractions on it. You speak to something, it, it gives you the response that you requested. It doesn't say some bullshit. It doesn't show you some ad. It gives you the response that you're looking for. When you open your phone, there's always the potential that you could get a response you were not looking for. 
because you could click on something that's a distraction. There's so many buttons, so many little notifications. You don't want that sometimes. Sometimes you just have a task. How many times have you wanted to do something and you've opened like fucking uh, like you just open your phone up and you see, oh, my mail has a notification on it. My Instagram, my Snapchat, my messenger, my so many things. What happens when you just say, hey, Siri or hey, whatever. And see, Siri just responded. Tell me this. Tell me that. Who, tell me that Mar- what Mark just sent me in my message. No distractions. Purely what you want to get back. It, you know, it, do you get my point about voice? Yeah, maybe you can share the stories we talked about in the, uh, before the interview when you taught me about your, your Instagram use. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was basically telling Martin that if I'm on Instagram and I want to like, let's say I'm trying to slip into a DM and we're not talking about a girl's DM. We're talking about like somebody who also has their own business that I'm trying to work with. If I'm just try- going on Instagram trying to like make moves, I will inevitably end up on a hot girl's Instagram page. There is almost 0% chance that that's not going to happen because it's just like, I can't help myself. That's biology right there. You know, Uh, (laughs) I don't know how voice will work on Instagram, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. (laughs) Great, great story. Is there anything I haven't asked? Some people can relate to that. Hmm? Can you repeat? I'm sure some people can relate to that story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that that yeah. definitely. <laughs> but it's it's not for me. It's like I don't use my phone that much. But for me, it's like when I'm online, it's typically like either uh, the news, general news, or like also checking out different software to to use like AppSumo and stuff. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, everybody has to face his own challenges and and bad habits. And I think what what you said, it's really important that we have a clear vision of where we want to go, what's really important to us, and then design the environment that really supports our vision. Yeah, yeah. An environment is a huge factor. Um, I, I can't believe how, just like, for example, if you're trying to lose weight and you live in a household with other people that buy junk food all the time, good luck. So <laughs> hard. I, I went on a cut and I was able to do it. I was it for my first two months. And then after that, I, I just stagnated. I stopped losing weight because I wasn't able to, like there's just a little bit of junk food around the house and I would get a little bit too hungry and I would just cave in. If the food weren't there, it wouldn't be a problem. But your environment is just so crucial to whether or not you're going to be successful. Uh, what things have you done uh, for, for yourself, like to change your environment, to make uh, your business success or your, uh, to, to achieve more, more success in, with your business? Okay. So number one would be, first of all, I have, uh, I work in my room. So my room is big. So I kind of have my bed on one half work on the other. A lot of people would advise against it because you want to keep those two worlds separate. Um, I can't really do that. I don't have an office space. Um, you know, it'd be too, uh, much of a pain in the ass to commute. I actually like the way I have it arranged though. So the way that, the way that I change my environment is first of all, it's minor, it's little things, positioning, Like you want to be in an open space. I open my windows when I start the day. I have natural light flooding in. I have a lot of light in my room. I change the light depending on what I'm doing. And first of all, your phone and your computer is a huge part of your environment. I do not, I turn my phone off before I go to bed. I turn that shit off, okay? Then when I wake up, I keep it off 
And if you, if you don't, if you want to know how I wake up, it's called an alarm clock. People used to use it. And like, <laughs> I've started using it too. Instead of use, you don't have to use your phone to wake you up. You can use an alarm clock. I don't turn on my phone because that is just inviting the whole world to tell me how my day is going before I make that decision. So I leave it off for the first hour of the day. I, t- I start with a run. Then I take a cold shower. Then I put on my clothes and, oh no, I put on my clothes before I run. Anyways, <laughs> You know, you get the idea. I structure my days so that things aren't, my environment isn't interfering with my process. So there's a lot of little things, of course, like keeping clean and everything. But I think that the big thing is, is really like removing distractions and, and, and having like everything sort of there for certain times. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Totally. I, I get it. Like that's the approach I use with my software as well. I have, Uh, put in all the software that I need to be productive. And I feel for, for being productive, it's typically like 80% of it's always the same few software, like, like Word or my WordPress blog or like my, my, my funnel software or whatever. And that's where I spend like 80% of, of the time. And even if I'm doing like research on the internet, like 80% of the time, uh i get there like the i get distracted so that uh means like when i i, I did some the math on it and i came up like 96 of the time that i'm not distracted that i'm productive is actually the time that i uh use these few tools and the rest is just like typically distractions i i would yeah. talk a lot and- about this in my webinar but Like it's, it's really like the little things as you, as you said, I don't know. I, I, I did uh, go through your webinar, but I don't remember if you talked about this, but um, like one thing I'll say about your software and we've talked, we've talked about this personally before is that that's exactly what your software is doing. It's creating an environment for success within your computer. So like, yeah, you got to keep your room organized, keep distractions away, you know, make sure everything's clean so that like, you know, don't have bad food in the house. It's the same thing with Martin software. Like it literally is helping you make sure that you don't have that bad food on your fucking computer that is going to keep you from reaching your goals. So it's the same thing. It's literally making sure that you are cultivating or creating an environment where you're going to be successful. We only have so much willpower. We only have Do you want to keep using your willpower on not clicking on things? Because I know I don't. I want to reserve it for those things that I care about. So, is, is there anything else I haven't asked you about? Uh, yeah, productivity that you want to share some last thought? Um, anything that you haven't asked me? Honestly, I I just feel like the main thing with being productive is it's it's very simple. You know, have a routine. Start wake up at a consistent time, have a schedule, know, know what you want in your future. Um, I, I recommend journaling every morning, uh, for 10 minutes because journaling is really like authoring your future. You want to keep doing that, keep getting more and more clear on what it is that you want your identity. because then you can speak with power and certainty. Um, and then at night, try to turn off your damn phone and don't turn it off. Turn it on until like an hour into your day. That's my main thing. That's it. It's pretty simple. Yeah, uh, thanks, Mitchell. Where can people get more information about you and your planner? Right now, um, I'm actually working on developing a new website. I'm stepping away from my current one, so that's down right now, but it'll eventually be phoenixplanner.com. And for now, and I'm sure eventually I'll turn on mitchellmcbrayer.com. I already have that domain. I'm going to use it someday. But just find my planner at 
uh, Amazon, just go Phoenix Journal. And then there's Phoenix Planner as well. You can buy those both there. Uh, you could follow me on Instagram. Really, right now, I just started posting on Instagram at Mitchell McBrayer. It's just me, like, eating. So that's it. And don't get distracted by hot girls there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, don't actually don't find me on Instagram. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to be very much help. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Mitchell. Great to have you on the show. All right. Thank you, Martin. It was great talking to you.